This is Worst First. I don't know why I'm doing like a Broadway thing, but we're going with it. Let's do it. I got Justine uh, Machine. I was uh, by, your, by your Instagram. By Instagram. Justine Machine. Justine Marino, <laughs> who I've known for years. Well, do you remember where we met, Matt? Not the Unknown Theater? Oh, was it an audition? It was at, we were on Reality Hell Oh my together. God, yes, Reality Hell. Yes, I, I block it out as well. Oh but. my God, yeah. <laughs> that was so crazy. I don't know if you guys remember, it was the show on E! where we punked people. Yeah. It was like a punked. It was from the creators of punk. Yeah. Todd Hurwitz and those guys were on yeah. punked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would play different characters and we would prank people. So like, w- w- what was the episode you did? We did one where it was like a dating show oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember being in a garage and we were all the you know there was one girl who didn't know yeah. and then we were all just acting like we were contestants we were pretending we were contestants on a dating show and basically so everyone on these shows would, would be actors except for one person who was the mark and then we try to like convince them that they're either on a dating show or America's Next Top Model or whatever and we fucked with them and it was really fun yeah and then it got canceled because they got sued <gasps> by that one girl the America's Next Top Model episode no yeah because she was like I was positive I was on America's Next Top Model and they 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 stooped me and she was like she got like a <laughs> lawyer and sued E did you know that no and that's why the episodes didn't air oh, like it was like they God. aired it one time right and then it was it <gasps> that's crazy so that's the first time we met but anyway Justine is a longtime comedian she's been doing stand-up for over 10 years she's hilarious she oh. just had a show on E I you did. just sold a show to E I did the funny funny dance show yes there's just one funny it's only okay, one sorry funny. Just, just one funny dance show one funny not that funny just the one <laughs> The not so funny dance. I can't. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> the kind of funny dance show. <laughs> I can't. But anyway, that's congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it started as a live show at the comedy store uh, called Stand Up to the Streets uh-huh. as a, you know, an homage to Step Up to the Streets. Uh, and it was just a case of a bunch of comedians dicking around and it caught on. And, and they were like, you know, we should put this on TV. Yeah, basically. It happened so fast. And it's crazy because, you know, you've been in this business a long time too you work on these things and you're like this is going to be the thing and then it's the one dumb thing that you don't think is going to be the thing yeah Yeah. and you're like i was just doing that for fun really this vine Vine. i was just like doing that for fun and i was like really this exactly i'm like what about this little indie film i shot put all my money into they're like now that film can go fuck off like oh (laughs) great Exactly. Thank you very much. What about this thing I, I, I learned a trade to be able to do? Studied no? for tw- 20 years. Yeah, basically. They're like, no, half-ass bad dancing. Let That's your lane. <laughs> Stay in your lane. God. Um, but no, it's so funny. And then I remember when you first started doing stand-up, and this is what part of like being on Worst First, we always tell the worst stories of things mm-hmm. that have happened to us. And you used to work at Universal Studios with Adam Ray, right? Yes. You guys both worked there. So yes, Adam and I were both tour guides, not at the same time. He was a tour guide before me, but then when when I was there, he was a character in the park. He was the random New York cop that's like not attached to any movie. It's just a cop that has a New York accent. Oh my God. <laughs> and so I'd, I'd, you know, be walking through the park and I'd see him and, but he'd have to talk to me in this accent, like in character. It was really funny. <laughs> I'm dead. You're like, Adam, it's me. I know. I'm like, Can come on, dude. Not- no, but he's, he stayed <laughs> he's committed. He's so good. Yeah. He's so good. He's great. So you would host the tours. You know everything about Universal Studios. Yes, I do. You'd be like driving the tram or no, like in the front. I- <laughs> 
I didn't drive. <laughs> I love that everyone thinks like, I mean, you saw my car. I'm a bad driver. I should not. <laughs> I should not drive. This anything. worst verse is about you driving the tram I off know. a cliff into the Jaws Lake. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? All oh of a sudden, it's, like, it's on a track. You don't yeah. even have to do anything. I know. You don't have to do every, anything. Everyone's like, it's part of the tour. We're like going down in flames. They're like, the, the effects are so real. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. You're actually dying. I yeah. need you to get a life vest on. Really? This isn't part of it. Oh um, my gosh. But yeah. I was a tour guide for seven years. I went in as like a fresh face, 22 year old. Yeah. And I was like, this will be a fun summer job. And then seven summers later, <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is a long season. This is a really long season of my life. That's a great place to work though. How fun. It was really fun. It was great too, because I just started stand up um, like right around the same time that I started there. And there's another job you can do, you know, cause on the tour you have to do facts. Mm-hmm. My biggest note was stop making it about you uh because I just kind of like you're like so Universal Studios is great but anyway so you guys want to hear about my childhood talk about scary (laughs) screw the Jaws ride no I'm just kidding they were like uh Justine I know they're like can you not talk about your dating life so much I'm like uh sorry I'm trying to work out these jokes did you you talk about your dating life well I would I would have a running joke of like oh guys I'm going on this date later and then I'd pretend like the Jaws the guy that dies at Jaws was my date it was very stupid and then I would just add to it to the point where I was just like doing a set loosely around the tour. <laughs> it was like, we didn't get any facts, but we got like kind of a half well, comedy routine. What's so funny is that I, yeah, exactly. We got, she was funny, but we didn't get any information. <laughs> oh my God. I was kind of bad. Cause by the end I was so over it. And there are these periods on the tour where you get so close to where they're filming. Cause it is a real filming. Uh, it's a working set. So yeah. They're always filming, you know, back when I was doing it, Desperate Housewives, commercials, tons of stuff. CSI filmed on the soundstage. And you go through these things that are called quiet zones where you're like, I have to go off mic because we're getting so close to the filming. I would just like do really long quiet zones and just be like texting. I was the worst. I'd be like, guys, quiet zone. We're getting near filming. And everyone would be like, I don't see anything. Oh my God. You're just like an open field. You're like, you're like, they're filming some really small stuff. You can't see it. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. So tell me, you said you were working the tour one time and something happened. Something happened. So I, I was doing the tour and I, so the way it's set up is there's a driver thank god (laughs) like they need a special license to drive it and there are four cars so i'm in the car with like you know a a hundred people or so in the front and um and i'm facing them Mm -hmm. and i'm like a little bit elevated and then there are three other cars and so we're going through the whole tour and as we're coming up for the finale where I don't know if you've been on it, but Jimmy Fallon sings this song called Tramtastic Day. And it's he kind of- does? Yes, because Jimmy Fallon is the host of the tour. So he oh. does all these video things. Like I'll be like, and now back to- Jimmy. My, co- my co-host, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> you know? So you've co-hosted with Jimmy I Fallon. You put worked, that on your resume. Yes, yes, absolutely. Worked very closely with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but we're, we're coming in and I'm texting. Because this was, again, this was towards like, I only worked there for like a few months after this. But- I I'm texting and I look in the back in the back row of the front car with me. I see these three blonde women and they're kind of like signaling to me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they mouth he's masturbating. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, no, that's just your comic brain wanting it to be that you nasty perv. And then I kind of look at them like what? And they're like, he's masturbating. And then they kind of like 
tilt their head to the left, like uh, nodding to the dude in their row. And there was a dude, I couldn't see anything, but from the, you know, from what I could see, it looked like a dude who was probably masturbating. You saw an arm just like, I just saw him like, (laughs) stop. It was crazy. And I was like, Oh my God. But again, I'm such a comic that in my mind, I was like, like, that's hilarious. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) I love this. Like I'm not traumatized. I'm not traumatized, but also I'm like, is it me? Is it my great riffing I'm doing on this tour? Is it Jimmy Fallon? Like, what is it? You just mouth back to them. You're like, that's funny. Yeah. I'm like, that's funny. Yes. (laughs) Film it. Yeah. Film it. YouTube. Dead. YouTube. Well, what's money? What's funny is I texted people. I texted like the dispatcher in charge. And then I texted one of my friends who was a driver, Frank, who we and I, we just fucked around the whole time. And he, and the dispatcher was like, oh my God, tell your driver immediately. And then Frank was like, take a picture. So it's like, he gets it. You know? Oh my God. I can't. But I tell the driver, and there's no code for masturbating. Spoiler alert. There's no guys. masturbating code at, at Universal Studios. None. No code. No code. So I tell the driver and the driver's like, he just kind of looks at me like, is this bitch for real? And then he kind of like looks back and he's like, I guess I have to call in this masturbator. So he picks it up and he's like, and I just hear him be like, yes, masturbating. And I hear on the other line, the dispatchers in the driver's office just laughing their asses off. No. Yes. Uh, because the way that, like the tour guides are all kind of like, they're all like theater nerd people. Yeah. And I always fit in more with the drivers because they're kind of like, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. They're blue collar. They're like union guys. They're like, yeah. they like to fuck around. So they all start laughing. And I have to finish the tour. Like in my mind, I'm like, well, I don't, we're so close to the end. And like, he's like, and me too. He's like, the guy's <laughs> like, me too. I'm so close. Just let me finish. Just let okay. me finish. Um, so we pull in. Oh my God. The supervisor comes and like yanks the guy off the tram. He was a season pass holder, which Stop. I find hilarious. Were his pants down or open? They weren't down. I couldn't tell if they were open or not. I was just kind of like, Oh my God. And you're on Instagram. You're like, I, I know. And I didn't, I couldn't, uh, but he pulls the guy. He like rips off his season pass and bans him from the park. But the women didn't want to press charges because they were so traumatized. They were like, we just want to get out of here. Wow. They were for sure tourists. You know, did they say they saw his wiener? They didn't say like, they honestly, they booked it so fast. I think they were like sheltered, like uppity. They were like Mormons. Yeah, probably. I, they, <laughs> they were, were all in like Mormon garb. Just like, Oh Lord, no. this was our one outing. Like no, truly it was like a grandma, a mom and a daughter. And I was just like, God, I feel so bad. But here's the kicker though. So about, you know, I come in, everyone applauds because my tour is that good uh, that it gets people masturbating. And you're like, so he thinks I'm hot. I know. So still got it. Uh, but I, um, a couple weeks later, my supervisor hits me up. She, he's like, oh, Justine, can I see you in my office? And I'm like, he's like, hey, I, I was told by the security person you were texting on the tour. And I was like, no, I was texting for help. And he's like, well, the footage shows you were texting from the beginning of the tour on. So, Oh my God, I can't. Cause you were so over it. Cause I was so over it at that point. I mean, I was starting to do stuff on like, purpose. Uh, yeah. And, and I was just like my stand up stuff, 
TV and stand-up stuff was kind of starting to take off. So yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be here long. But uh, it was funny because then I got like suspended or I got a warning. Like I got in trouble and the other dude got off like in every- The, the masturbator the got masturbator off. The masturbator got but off. you got in trouble. And I got in trouble. You're like, you know what? Next time I'm not calling in the masturbator. Yeah, he can finish in peace, okay? <laughs> You're like, why am I getting in trouble for the masturbating situation? That's how I felt. Oh, wow. I know. And so then when you left that job, were you just like, bye, bitch? So what happened? I basically, um, well, I had filmed a special with Jenny McCarthy that she did of all female comics. I think I remember that. What was that called? Dirty, Sexy, Funny. Yes, 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 and yes. And it was like Tiffany Haddish was on yes. it and Paula Bell, Tammy Piscatelli and Lynn Coplitz. And it was awesome. And then, so we filmed that um, in November of 2013 when I was still a tour guide. So it was like, I literally went and did that and then had to come back and be like, welcome to the studio oh tour. Oh You're like, you guys might want a picture now because I'm about to be famous. Yeah, basically. And <laughs> and so, and I was on the road a lot, yeah. like featuring for big people. Like I remember one person who had seen me at, I had opened for Joel McHale. Uh-huh, I and love him. These, I know, he's so great, the nicest dude. And these people were like, oh, we saw you open for Joel McHale. You really are a tour guide. Like, cause I did material about it. They were like, we're so sorry. I know. Like, it was actually really funny. Yeah. Like Why are it. you here still? Um, but so we did the Jenny McCarthy special and then um, we were going to be going on a tour. Uh-huh. So, it, and it was going to be during the summer, which is their really busy season. So I, sorry, I had a little. It's okay. Boocha burp. Booch burps are Booch all burp. welcome here. Um, so I was going to be, I was like, let me take a leave of absence because I could keep my insurance because their insurance is so good. Aww. It is so good. And um, and so I was like, let me take a leave of absence and just see what it looks like. Yeah. Um, so I took a three month leave of absence. Like the next week I booked a commercial that was like, ran like crazy. Like it was Amazing. just, I kept getting signs like, okay, this you is, can go. you can go. Yeah. yeah. And then I like got, um, and I had just done NACA Nationals, which is a big um, college comedy showcase so uh -huh. I was doing a lot of colleges and then I got uh just for laughs Montreal new faces which Amazing. is a big thing huge so it was a great year for me it was a perfect time for me to leave so yeah. I just but I kind of did it like kept my foot in the door for a second yeah. just in case um kept your foot in Jaws's mouth you're like I might yeah need I to come might back. need to come back because that insurance though um <laughs> insurance is great I might mean, that's all I ever want is insurance I'm such a hypochondriac me too in health in relationships yes. in friendships I need all kinds of insurance totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah so I left and I I held on to the leave of absence for as long as I could and until they were like you have to come work a ship yeah or we have or to fire you yeah or yeah. this has to be done and I was like okay well thank you very much Aww, but they're it, probably so bummed to lose you I know it was all good though and what's crazy and kind of a bummer about you know funny dance show premiered like basically right when everything shut down like our premiere party yeah. was March 11th and the next day everything was like everything's closed oh, wow. yeah we were all like oh no do we have it because we were all like in the tiny belly room at the comedy store where it all started with like a bunch of just dancers comics everyone who was on the show and it's a small there was so many it was like 80 people in there and we were wow. all in this tiny thing and then the next day we're like it's like don't 
be near anyone. anyone. Yeah, <laughs> you were just like near 1,200 people in like f- three feet of distance. I know. Did so, you freak out? I, a little, but I was just like, I just have to trust it already. Yeah. It happened. There's nothing I can do about it. The thing that I was the most nervous about is Josh had just come back from Italy and he came and I- And, and there was, it's when it was bad there. It was when it was bad there, I know. And so I was so nervous about that, but I didn't get it from him. Yeah. Um, but no one got it that I know of. And then everything shut down. But was what we were supposed to do as part of the promo is they were going to have me go back and do a promotional tour. Um, at Universal. At Universal. Studios. And they were going to make a mandatory, they have like little, you know, Universal NBC properties that they have to plug throughout the tour. So they were going to make everyone plug the funny dance show and like show a clip of That's me awesome. in it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a nice idea that we had. We never got to execute it because of Corona, but yeah. they, it's all good there. Yeah. I love them so much. That's so great. And it did well for you guys and everything. Yeah, I think it did well. Good. Um, you know, it's an expensive show to make, so yeah. we'll see. About- you had good people on there. We had great people on the, te- the people we were able to convince to like dance who so funny yeah so fun but some can really dance like Fahim Anwar is a good dancer yeah he Fahim was Anwar's great and he did not come to play like he was like I'm gonna do, do it you watch proper. his Instagram he's yeah. he actually really vibes all the time he does and he had never oh he loves dance he has the dance hour Fahim that's his yeah. podcast it's yeah. like Fahim's dance hour but he had <laughs> never done the he had never danced on the live show uh he had judged he judged our very first one uh-huh. but he what, like he was so good. Like Alison Holker, our dance judge on the TV show, she was like, "You can really dance. Yeah. Like you were owning that choreography." Yeah. So great job, Fahim. Yeah, great Thanks. job, Fahim. You have a you have a future in dance and world, <laughs> world of dance. With go ahead on there, Jennifer Lopez will love you. She will That's love hilarious. you. Yeah. Okay, so how are you doing during all this? Like, are you doing okay? Like, because I know you're like me. Yeah, where we're very health aware. Yes. yes. <laughs> Is that a way to call it? Health, yeah, health aware. Health paranoid. Health, mm-hmm. uh, every time I have like a tickle in my throat. Doctor. Doctor, yeah. like 911. Yes. Just paranoid. Too aware of all the sensations in our bodies. So, so aware. And yeah. a, a, my high school principal actually told me, she was like, you're a hypochondriac. Like hypochondriacs are more sensitive to sensations in their bodies mm-hmm. than anyone else. And that's mm-hmm. what like drives them crazy. So I try and remind myself of that. It doesn't always work. No. Uh, <laughs> How did your principal end up telling you that? I think because I always thought I was sick and like, like going go to, to the, the doctor, going oh. to the nurse and stuff. And um, the and principal she, came in. She's like, you know what? You're taking a lot of the nurses. Yeah, she's time. like, you're fine. Um, <laughs> Come here. Just put your, I know. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> no, I took my temperature this morning. It was 96.3. I'm like, am I okay now? Is it yeah. too low? No, you no. know. <laughs> This is me. I literally own a blood pressure cuff and I have a heart monitor. I have an EKG thing. I can check my shit all the time. That's so good. And it's, I mean, it is, but it's also terrible because then I'm checking. You can feed it. I'm feeding Mm. it all day. I'm checking my heart rate. I'm checking my blood pressure. I'm checking everything, everything, every little sensation I feel. And I've like obviously talked about this so much to beat it to death on the podcast of how bad of anxiety I have, Mm. but anxiety can cause severe chest pain, sweating, nausea, whatever. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, anytime I feel any of those symptoms, it's like I check. And then obviously when you're having an anxiety attack, your blood pressure's through the roof. Totally. Your heart rate's through the roof. Totally. And then that just me seeing it makes it worse. It will, it like confirms it in your head. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm dying. I know. (laughs) And my little machine's like, hypertensive crisis. (laughs) Get to the hospital. I'm like, ah. I'm about to order a fucking, what's it called? The alert buttons, the life alert. (laughs) 
<gasps> oh my I'm god. 34 and I want that. My Don't. husband's like, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, life, life alert. Life alert. Do not give me any ideas. <laughs> life alert best friend bracelets. Oh my god. We get little beads on them beads. and stuff. What I know. is that? We're like oh, connected to each other's life alerts. Like, oh no, Brittany's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we decorate them. It's a BFF. They're like, you're not supposed to do that to yeah, it. Yeah. But, okay. Mm. Um, so funny. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I've only had a few panic attacks, Okay, but I do have really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, panic attacks are fucking awful. The worst. The, the first the time I, world. the first time I had it, I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, mine, I get, fall into more of like the obsessive true OCD, like hardcore ritualistic OCD. Are you washing hands OCD and like cleaning OCD? Wa- mostly I'm a washer checker. Thank washer you checker. so much for asking. Yep. Um, so I wash my hands a crazy amount. Like I, I remember when I was in second grade, I like couldn't play on the monkey bars because my hands were so dry because I was washing them. My parents were like, maybe it's time for therapy. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, I've always been really OCD. When did it start for you? I think, I just remember when I was probably like eight or nine, um, just need like every time I would t- touch the dog I need anytime I touched anything I had to wash, wash my hands. hands and it was like three times in a row like very like counting counting is a really big part of counting it. and checking is a big thing for me Did so I unplug like, the curling iron I gotta run upstairs and check three times three times yeah, yeah. I have or a whole times, yeah. system and my friend Justin Martindale um I don't do you know Justin I do I, yeah, do. I know yeah. I'm just through comedy I haven't right, like, right, I don't right. think I've ever met him yeah so he's great but anytime we leave my house he's like I'll go outside and let you do your routine <laughs> so still to this day you do it I do it a little bit just at at this point I am more aware that nothing is going to happen but yeah. I just for peace of mind like I'm like like if I have a little thing that I am obsessing about going to the doctor about if it isn't cleared up and like three or four days. I'll just go for peace of mind. Same. And, and I think everyone should do that. I do too. The doctors are there for. I know. I have a specialist for everything. That's great. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. I mean, you've got to. <laughs> I have a doctor like on call. That, like literally I can like email him at any second. He'll respond. That's like my ENT. I emailed the t- I had some ringing in my ear and I was like, of course, went and got like a hearing test. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like going deaf. I know. Justine Marino. I got to learn how to do sign language. <laughs> Special comedy. Can't. I'm dead. You're like, all I can do is Mickey Mouse right now, but we'll work. Dead. I can't. Yeah. So, okay. So you have the OCD situation, which I actually had when I was younger. I grew out of the checking. Mm -hmm. Well, a little bit, but I grew out of like touching and the running up and down the stairs. Mine was eight. My number was eight. So I used to do eight times, which was a lot. And I checked my uh, my curling iron a thousand times. Isn't it the worst when you're checking and actually one time it is plugged in and then it just confirms you're like, oh, see? Well, see, see, the whole house, everyone would have been dead. The see? dog would have been fried like a fucking Saturday morning biscuit. That would have been it. Fucking little fluffy up in a flames. Well, and now painful that, death. Yeah, exactly. Now that I have a dog, especially it's like the dog makes it so much it worse. It makes it so much worse. But also my boyfriend is the polar opposite. So he's like, like we live in. West he's West. like, let's just leave the stove on. And I go know out. he's left the stove on before. I'm like, no. you know, that's my worst no. fear. No. While we're in the house, like I'll just walk by and be like, Babe, the oven is still on. Like, forgot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or he'll like. <laughs> she said he's from Colorado, so I just adapted this like. I love your weed personality. I love your character. <laughs> hey, babe, smoke another bowl. <laughs> Why don't you just relax? Just fucking chill. Nothing's gonna happen. 
That's basically him, wow. by the way. You nailed him. Um, the, there have been so many times when literally the back door is like, no. and we have a gate, no. a parking gate, but it's like- But you live in like Hollywood, right? I, I live in West Hollywood. Dangerous. So it's like <laughs> dangerous. And the back door will be like, not like barely closed, not no. locked. And I'm just like, are you? He's like, sorry, babe. <laughs> I was just getting some fresh air. It's all a problem. Just letting some weed smoke out. What's wrong? It's only gay people living around here anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That gives me anxiety. I know it does. He's been better about it though. He's like, I know it's, you know. A he, big thing a for big you. A big thing for you. I will try to do better. But it's just so funny how opposites attract because- yeah. Uh, I don't know how it is in your relationship. Oh my God, my husband's the exact same way. Like my husband could give a yeah, fuck. Yeah. Like how did we end up with these people? I don't know. I think maybe it's something where it's like, mentally I'm like feel more comfortable because I'm like, well, if someone's confident about this, <laughs> I guess it's okay. My husband's shot like black tar heroin. I'm like, weren't you afraid of dying? Yeah. Like my biggest fear, like I'm afraid if I take too many to leave, you know oh, what I same. mean? Meanwhile, my husband's like shooting heroin. I'm like, weren't you freaked out? Like, and he's like, no, nah, man, it was chill. Yeah. He's like, I loved it. Oh, I know. I was like, I'm, I'm how? literally the same way with like any medication I take. Like if I take Advil, I'm like, I have to have the amount, the right amount of food in my stomach. Google before, it. Yeah, Google. Any side effects of any medications? Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, I've Googled, can you take Tylenol and Advil? Like every time I take them to, I, I re-Google it. My friend went to medical school. I text her. She's like, it's like, come on, Justine, you know this. Isn't it crazy? Because like people are out there doing insane drugs yeah. and we're scared of like Aleve and it, Tylenol. It, it's really, really wild. To I mean, be it's it's like, but I'm like in our heads, we're like thinking, oh, we're gonna be that one case right. where, right? Oh, we're very, like, we're, yeah. We don't know what happened, but we're, don't take a leave and time <laughs> yeah, all together. It's the legend of the leave and time. We call it the Justine Marino cocktail. <laughs> now in medical books, it was a very rare experience where she took two leave and one Tylenol. And <laughs> That was it. That was it. It's basically the same as taking a strong bit of cocaine, you know, just like yeah. making it up. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So weird. I, I know. know. I'm the same way. Well, also, it's never like, you might have a bad reaction. It's death. Immediate oh, yeah. death. Always. It's yeah. not like a bad reaction. No. It's worst case. You might have to go to the doctor. Or no. Like, you're like, no. Or like, just feeling sick. Like you're just going to die in your just sleep. Full death. Is your anxiety worse at night? Yes. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night and yeah. be anxious. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll usually just get a snack and like pass back out. But <laughs> Best thing for anxiety, cookies. Cookies. So what do you do for your anxiety? Like, how do you cope? I meditate. You do? Yeah. Every day? I, I try to meditate every day. Good for you. It really helps. Mm. I'm not on any medication right God now. God bless you. Yeah, I, I got I mean, a, not that it's bad. No. I don't want to say that like it's bad because well, I'm on it. So well, it doesn't matter. Since I have ADHD, um... Uh, antidepressants never worked for me. They always yeah. made me feel dead. Yeah, like yeah, yeah like that's just how they make me feel yeah. Too. <laughs> Hence me being yeah. <laughs> I just fall asleep halfway through the podcast. I'm like, and we'll be right back with worse first, you guys. <laughs> so they make you feel like shit. Yeah, they just make. I haven't tried one in like uh, years. Uh, years and years since high school. But yeah, we realized that stimulants were more the medication route for me. And then I got off of them when I came out here, just because I wasn't in school and it just I was taking such a high dose that it was just it wasn't the best. Stimulants are so interesting because I like I told you I was on Adderall for mm -hmm. years too, and it really made me so happy because yeah. they're uppers. Like yeah. I mean, it kind of increases everything, mm -hmm. like your thought process and your your epinephrine. Uh, what's it called? Non epinephrine and I don't know. Anyway, serotonin. Everything yeah. gets. 
happy. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm so lit. Yeah. I have so much energy. Totally. And then at one point, like, I just got to the point kind of like you where, like, it just became my heart was just pounding. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? My heart is beating really hard. Yeah. Time to probably, like, not do this anymore. Yeah. Not too long after I had stopped taking it, I was um, at a wedding with a guy. Who, I was at a table at a wedding with a guy who, like, ran a rehab and was uh-huh. a doctor within that. And he said that basically stimulants can just, like, stop working yeah. and kind of just give people panic attacks if they're on it for too long. So I was like, that makes perfect That's what sense. That's to me. Yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> so fun. And then the crash from getting off a stimulant is... It's awful. I stayed in bed for a month. What about oh, yeah. you? Well, I I mean, I was, it was an adjustment for sure. Yeah. But I think I had to totally like, I, I had such a bad reaction towards the end where I was having so much anxiety that it really felt like- A relief to a be relief off of it. A relief to be yeah, off of it. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, and- I just feel like, and I tried like maybe one other time I tried an extended release. I think I tried Vyvanse mm-hmm. uh, just to see. Um, but again, it was just ever since just then. Anxiety. Just anxiety. Our bodies just change yeah. too over time. Like it's like our, your body, I feel like will kind of tell you when it's had enough of something. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting. I think it happens with every medication almost. Like your body is almost just like, okay, like we've done this for a really long time, kind of over it. Totally. And all of a sudden it either stops working or you have a bad reaction to it. Yeah, definitely. Out of nowhere. I I think- I'm glad I was on it because I never did any like hardcore drugs or anything because, because it was basically like yeah, that, was, right? Was basically You're basically like on cocaine. cocaine for like fucking <laughs> yeah. seven years. Yeah, totally. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's really crazy. It's funny because, you know, I don't really, I, I have edibles all the time, but. Do you? Yeah. How I, is that? It's good. I, you know, I was a big party girl in high school. That's wait, when- wait, wait. I want to hear all about this. <laughs> I have so many. You're first- a party girl in high school. I was a major. That's where Justine the Machine comes from. What? Okay, yeah. we're taking a quick break, <laughs> you guys, and then we are getting back with party girl Justine Machine <laughs> on worst first. We right back. Okay, we're back. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> okay, we're back. So you got your name Justine the Machine in high school. You know Burt Kreischer. They call him the Machine. I know. You guys should do a machine tour. I know we should do a machine tour. I feel like I've met. I've, I've only met Burt like once, but everyone's like Burt's the Machine. But and you're I'm, like, no, I'm, I'm the like, Machine. No. But also, I don't know. I don't know who was first crowned the Machine. I was first crowned it in like I think. 2002 or 2003 because I basically went through all my my part hard partying in high school. Like I first got shit faced when I was 14. Like, you weren't scared because with the with the health anxiety and shit and the checking. No, no I think because the booze, it was finally like I could not worry think, oh. and not think. So it was that relief of like stopping my brain from overthinking. And also, I was so fun. Um, <laughs> not to mention how fun I was. Hello. But I I first got really shit faced in uh like the last day of eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Was everyone in eighth grade getting shit faced or was it just a you thing? It was me and my two <laughs> friends. My friend my best friend's dad had like a their family had a sick bar in the basement. It was so cool. And I mean, once they figured out we were replacing it all with water, he started locking it. But he's like, why are these all water? I'm I like, know. You and your little vagrant friends. I know. Jesus. I, we were Catholic school girls. So. And it was just you and girls? It was me and my two girlfriends at first. And we're, you know, my best friend was like, oh, let's drink some of my dad's vodka. And then we just like didn't know how alcohol worked. So we just drank way too much and all got shit faced. And then. Did anyone throw up? Yes. 
you all threw up? Uh, no, my one friend threw up and then the mom, her, uh, my other friend's mom came in and was like, get the fuck up, you know? Cause we were all like, Bleh. did she know? <laughs> she knew. Yeah. She's well, like, you little fuckers. I know the friend threw up all over the toilet. Like Ugh. there was no throw up in the toilet. Dude. Yeah, bitch. Come on. Control yourself. Um, She's in eighth grade. I know. Right. <laughs> God, get it together. Get it together, bitch. I know. So we all uh, got drunk and then I was definitely in the party. I went to an all girls Catholic school and uh, we were just like the party girls. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And in uniforms, just getting wasted. So we didn't have uniforms. Oh, you didn't. Uh, we went, so we had uniforms in middle school. Okay. So that last day of eighth grade uniforms. Yes. Um, but I mean, there was a dress code, but since it was all girls, it wasn't like we're all slutty and, you know, hooking yeah. up. It was more like everyone's in their pajamas, you know, <laughs> it's more oh, my like gosh. no boys are around so we can all look like shit. You're like, was, who cares? Yeah. yeah. It was more that vibe, but I was definitely, and then I remember my junior year, I hung out with all seniors because my friends couldn't handle my, my party they lifestyle. They couldn't handle the machine. They couldn't. They were like, this machine is a lot. Yeah. They were like, she's too much. They wanted, I remember one night I was like, I had, I had gotten out of uh, designated driving like uh -huh. so many times. And I, I think the fight was cause I didn't want to be DD. I was like, no, but I want to get shit faced. And then I was like, well, I'm going to go over to my friend's house with the fun mom who buys us alcohol and lets oh us all drink God. it there. I'm just thinking of mean girls. Hey guys, it I'm was the fun mom. That's exactly what it was oh, to be honest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I hung out with them <clears throat> with like all the older seniors and you know, her brother was older and could always get us weed and booze. And then at the end of the year, you know, they were all graduating and I, I made up with my, my regular friends You're and like, you guys can hang, I guess. I was like, well, I guess I'll DD one night. Um, <laughs> I love it. But then when I got on the Dexedrine, which was in the fall of my senior year, I didn't have any desire to drink. And I was paranoid about mixing. And also I remember, actually, you know what it was? I drove one night. It was, it was the night that I actually did DD. I woke up and I felt so good. I was like, I remember what happened and have energy. I'll try no this headache. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kept, I have an addictive personality. So if I feel good doing something, something, you keep doing it. Keep I want to do it. Yeah. Do it to excess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I did that with not uh, drinking. Great. Yeah. Do and you drink now? No, not really. I mean- like this whole year, I think I had, I've had one glass of wine, but not, yeah. not really. It doesn't make me feel good. I don't like it at all. I, I like edibles though. Cause I feel a little silly, but then the next day I, and then I fall asleep and sleep well. And then the next day I'm like, and fine. so wait, so you take edibles yes. and then how, so how do you, cause I've taken an edible before and I was fucked up yeah. and like, I'm talking about like, I thought I was seeing shit. Right, right, up. right, right. So how do you take like, see, so what do you take a little bit or what do you do? Like, how do you know how much you're taking? So I started out, well now, luckily they have all the dosage right. and everything on the package. Read yeah. it. Um, but I just, I started off just like micro dosing, doing five milligrams and then like working my way up to the point where now I buy the same one. So I know what's going to happen yeah. when I take it. But so what happens? You take it and then like, how long is it until you start seeing dinosaurs? It it actually always hits me really fast. Really? For some yeah. I don't know if I just have a fast metabolism or what, but like, I feel like I always feel it within an hour and then suddenly I'll just, I'll be like, fine. And then I'll just be like, Ooh, feels a little more fun now. <laughs> Does it feel fun for you? I think so. It feels a little like I'm in my own world. I like, I love cleaning my apartment when I have had an edible. Just Oh, I, so you're like productive on it. I am productive on it. It's, See, I'm not. It's so weird. I used to not be. I just feel like. That's how I used to be. Staring into the void, just. 
Oh, my favorite. The chair is talking to me. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think microdosing was the solution for me, but now I'm pretty. So you clean on it and it's fun because it's like you're kind of like in like a cartoon, right? (laughs) You're like, and and then talking to your broom, your your boyfriend's like, oh, that's my girl. (laughs) He's just wasted, fucking high as shit, just watching snowboarding or something that people from Denver do. Oh my He's god! Like, oh, it's my fucking chick, man. <laughs> Love her. Your impression. I can't. Of my boyfriend. Dad, that's nothing like I'm that. Obsessed. When I meet him, I'm, meet I'm him. obsessed. So, so you just got like on the right. So that's what works for you. That it works for me. But again, I'm still like my my boyfriend makes fun of me because I'll be like, I think I'm getting a little. I have a lot of addiction in my family, yeah. so I'll be like. I think I'm getting a little carried away with the edibles. edibles. And he's like, you take 10 milligrams. Yeah, like, chill. What are you talking about? There's people that probably eat like 10 times the amount as you. That's what he said. He's like, people do way worse. He's He'll say like, people shoot heroin. Like, do At not- least you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, you know. That helps you. It helps. Is it's it just, an everyday thing? It's not everyday. I do try and like have a couple days where I don't, but, or if I have like something where I need to be really focused the next day, I won't. But if it's pretty chill, like we're in quarantine. So it's kind of like, you yeah. know. So what do, what do you get? Like a cookie? I get these. So I'm vegan now. Oh, you are? Yeah. Good for you. Well, I had a really bad sugar addiction. Oh, you did. Which I don't know if you remember. You did love sweets. People would make you cupcakes and bring them, you dessert all the time and shit. I remember that. And- do you remember at Josh's surprise birthday party? Oh yeah, you ate like the entire cake. Yes, but also- Oh my God, I almost forgot about that. So I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to clear my name. (laughs) Because Josh is like, yeah, everyone said you- took frosting and wiped it on our wall oh, on our wall on the wall yeah okay there was a frosting wall incident but that those were not the exact circumstances what happened is the cake had been shoved up against the wall and the frosting got on the wall and i like wiped it off and licked it so it wasn't that I was- I do remember you spending a yeah. lot of time with the cake. I, and I feel like you kept coming over and being like, you still at the cake? Oh yeah, Justine, enjoy it. And I was just like, mm-hmm. But I had to stop like dairy and eggs. I forgot about that. And then fucking Rel Battle broke our lamp and it was like such an expensive lamp and we were so poor at the time. And I was like, you broke our fucking lampshade. Remember somebody oh, there, got in a fight? There was a fight. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I left right before. So Jamar walked me to my car. Yes. And then like a fight broke out right after. It was insane. Yeah. And I was like, in my apartment, why? I know. They just started fighting, like knocked the lamp over and broke it. And I was like, ah. oh. I had like $2 in my bank account. Oh, I get it. We all did. You I know. remember, yeah. and, then I, and then I used to, I begged him to fix the lampshade or get another one. He just never did, and I was like, <laughs> I was so sad about that. Anyway, but that was a, that's funny. I, you know, it's so funny. You just like unlocked a memory. Yeah. Like I didn't even remember about that, and then I now I just remember you were standing by the cake, <laughs> just, just having a great time, not talking to anybody. Just. I know, but it's funny because you, so jo- now you eat no sugar. I'm sorry, we like totally went on a. I know a, we did. A, so sorry, this is we, so a, a tangent. Yeah, we haven't seen each other in forever. Right. Um. But yes. So I, uh, I don't eat dairy or eggs. Basically, I was vegetarian, but I was still uh-huh. binging on sweets because I mean my jam is like cookies, Same. ice cream, yeah. all that stuff, cake, obviously. But I went vegan for a month and then I felt so good that again, kind of like the addict stuff, I just kept doing it. And now if I eat any of that shit I used to eat, it will literally make, make you me sick. Ill. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't eat any sugar? I eat some sugar now, but yeah. I think because what I it's usually eat, sugar. it's more healthy. So mm-hmm. I don't feel as like, and Bad. also I just have such a better 
um, relationship. relationship with my body and myself and just being older, like before it was so like, I don't know. I mean, I was so skinny when I first met you. I was like, you were like very, yeah, I ha- very thin. I had were you struggling with that. Yeah, stuff? I had an eating disorder, and um, and I think I even talked. I mean, I talked about it on stage. It's not like it's a secret. I right. talked about it pretty openly, but I was like in the throes of it when I first started stand up. So I was super skinny. So then, whenever I was around sugar, I had no control. control. Was Be- it a binge situation? A binge and purge, or was it more of an anorexia situation? It was. It was technically, I would say, more like. I mean, I think the weight I was at, I would it could be considered anorexic. You were so, 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 yeah. so, so. I mean, you look really thin right now too, but you were literally like, I remember skin yeah. and bones. Yeah, yeah, I was like 20 pounds lighter than I am now. Yeah. Um, but I, it was more of like, and I was eating, and I was probably eating like 1500 calories a day, but I was exercising so oh, much. Oh, I remember that actually. Yeah, I was, you were addicted to exercise. Yeah, I was addicted to it and I couldn't, it would get in the way of everything. Like, were I, like I gotta run, I gotta yeah, get on the treadmill. I, I remember that. I like didn't go to Disneyland with friends one day because I was like, I can't miss my workout, you know? Wow. Yeah, it was a bad How place. did you work? yourself through that because I know there are a lot of my listeners are women who you know obviously like I struggle with my mental health with Mm -hmm. anxiety and stuff like that and I've been in the eating situation as well I've had like a lot of unhealthy relationships with food Mm -hmm. how did you work your way through it well I think um I talked about it in my stand-up, which mm-hmm. was really healing yeah. because I was able to laugh about it and acknowledge it and, and you know, making fun of it out loud kind of took the power out of it because I think a lot of times when you have an eating disorder, it's like your little secret. You think no one knows, but everyone really does know, you know? So I think that was really helpful. I did go through some treatment, never inpatient, but also my hypochondria really helped because I went to the doctor to get evaluated and my resting heart rate was 30 beats per minute. How do you, were you alive? I don't know. And they I say mean, anything under 50 is like. They, well, so basically they were like, this is, you got to get it up. Like he, the doctor was calm, but he was like, you got to stop exercising basically for a while. Wow. Yeah. And so, you were so thin. Wasn't he like, oh yeah. Yeah. Talk about how thin you are. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. You were so, well, I went to, um, like to, because of the food stuff, I just was like, well, let's just get checked out. A a few friends have said, I remember I was at 24 hour fitness in Sherman Oaks and this gym buddy that I, you know, we just talked when we were at the gym together. He came over to me. He was kind of like a weird, like clairvoyant kind of guy. And I remember Mm. one day he was like, I'm getting messages about your ovaries. And I was like, what? What? It was the most LA thing. But I was like, maybe he's onto something. Maybe, uh, I mean, a hypochondriac, don't tell me twice to go to the doctor. Your ovaries are speaking to me. You're like, okay, calm down, Jedediah. I know. (laughs) Wow, so LA. So LA. But then he, you went. I went, well, it was a bunch of, and then I remember a woman at Tybo. That's how long ago this was that I went to Tybo. Tybo. Oh Oh, my God. a, a woman at Tybo said something like people who weren't were they like are you okay like that's what they're saying were yeah. you were you going through dysmenorrhea where you weren't getting your period yes I didn't I have, have I had that happen yeah, too I didn't have a period for a year or two I didn't two years I didn't have it well it was hard because I had a little bit of some Spotting. eating stuff when oh, I was a, high, a senior in high school but I was on birth control so I always got it a period um but I didn't get as thin as I did when I first I was when I first met you and then I got off birth control and it was just gone for a while. And then I got really thin and it was gone. And it wasn't until I didn't get it for probably like three or four years. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. It's a long time. I know. And that's like the number one sign I think that you know you're like underweight is oh, when yeah. you're just not getting it, period. Like you're so thin. Right. Your body is like, we can't even l- lose anything. I know. You can't lose blood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing to shut down because it's the le- It's like the one that you can, you don't need it to like live every day, right. you know? So, but now I'm good. I know. Getting them like a normal person. <laughs> periods are real strong now i'm bleeding right now hey oh you are welcome to the blood party yeah Yeah, blood party my shit's gotten so much worse though my 30s have you noticed anything different like i've my periods just went like i developed endometriosis oh my god and fucking cysts and all kinds of fucking bullshit i haven't had anything like that luckily but again i i mean i I will get like cramps that are pretty gnarly the first day, but otherwise it's pretty okay. But again, it was jarring having not had one for a while. You're like, fuck, I kind of don't want one (laughs) again. I know. (laughs) Fuck. I did like not having it too. I didn't get mine for like a year one time. And I was like, this is great. But then I know there's stuff you can take that makes you not get it. But then I just feel like that's unhealthy. If you're like supposed to be getting it. I agree. Is it blood just like building up? Like what is happening? My psychiatrist at the time, um, um, who I would, would spoke to for, you know, when I was a senior in Denver to like a, the first couple of years I lived out here, he was like, it's healthy to shed that layer and yeah. it's like cleansing and stuff. So he was like, I don't recommend just not having one. I feel so much better when I get it. Yeah. Don't oh, totally. You? Yes. It's just kind of like a relief. Do you, do you get the really gnarly shit before it where you're like mood swingy, yeah. fucking craving everything, yeah. gain 10 pounds of water weight, like- do you get like that too? Yeah, I definitely do. I definitely know my notice that like my pants fit differently. Yeah. And I definitely get a little bit more weepy. I get more more anxious. Like that's yes. kind of anxiety is so bad before yeah. the period. I notice that. It's like Ugh. and um and so that I definitely experience. And then like I said, like a little crampy. Yeah. I started tracking it because I was like, you know, this is interesting. I'm noticing like when I'm having a severe panic attack and I started tracking every time I'm having a panic attack with my cycle. Mm -hmm. And every time I was having one where I almost, the ones where I want to go to the hospital Mm -hmm. was the day, every single time, the day before my period. So now I'm like a little bit more prepared and I'm like, okay, so I'm coming up on my period. I know that I'm going to have a fucking gnarly one. So I try to like, either take like uh you know something to calm me down like i take like a cbd that calms me down or or um magnesium glycinate have you ever heard of that magnesium glycinate it's it's a great just magnesium is great in general for people who have anxiety right magnesium glycinate is very calming so you take it before bed and you're just calm as fuck so if you ever don't want to take your edible (laughs) magnesium glycinate that's good absolutely so good for your body oh that's great um and so i just started getting like more conscious of it but also like doing research about so many women go through this and mm-hmm. like some so badly where it's like considered um premenstrual dysphoric disorder oh, I've looked, yes i've heard of that too and of course i thought i had it i i'm pretty sure i do have really? it because it gets so bad like, my boobs will go from like a d to like an f i gain 10 pounds of water weight i my i have no energy i have to yeah. sleep for like 12 hours a day i'm grumpy right. i eat like a monster right. like just totally gnarly right and the only thing is is like there's like nothing really i mean they're like oh you can get on birth control you can take antidepressants or whatever but there's not like one specific thing that really right helps people with it and it sucks because so many women deal with it right 
And I'm estrogen dominant. So I like have way too much estrogen. Mm -hmm. And so like birth control is not like ideal for me. Sure. So it's like, it's kind of crazy that we go like, you know, people don't realize, you know, men, men especially are just like, I mean, not to like, I'm not hating on men because I love men. God bless you, men. Thank you. But you guys are so lucky with your wieners. Like, fuck. Yeah. Like how lucky. Yeah. Just something you can fucking yank on whenever you want. You don't have to worry about it bleeding or. And it hangs out. You can see what's going on. You don't have to wonder like, is there (laughs) something festering inside? Like, have you ever gotten a mirror and just. Of course. What the fuck? Is this fucking right? Of course. Okay. And then you can't like really look all the way inside because you don't have a fucking speculum. Right, right, right. It's, it's it's hard. It's hard to have a vagina. It really is. I mean, we love the hair. We love the makeup. We love being girls. Yes. But fuck man i i've had dreams about having a penis and i was like fuck that'd be so rad i had a dream that i had a penis like not too long ago actually it's fun it's fun and you're like dude it's so chill like all i do is just like it's there and i can fucking play with it and, like, yeah go pee and like smack it and like go pee anywhere go pee anywhere I, I can't pee outside i always pee on my jeans that's i like am the worst for as much of a party girl i was i was never you're the always <laughs> peeing on yourself i can't you're like well could love a penis Um, but no it's kind of crazy to think about and then like the thing is like you know you can't get your ovaries removed because then you go through menopause right you know because some guys are like well just get get them taken out like it doesn't work that way because your whole body just goes oh we're 100 right to die yeah time to die god then death sets in (laughs) i mean some people have you know hysterectomies and partial hysterectomies and i've talk to people and you know it's but it does like one girlfriend that I have that had a hysterectomy she's like man fuck did things change like she's like I'm so glad not to have a period because she was having such bad periods but Mm -hmm. she said she just aged like a motherfucker really like two years like uh, right after she said she went through menopause which was insane yeah because you get like hot flashes mood swings like all kinds of stuff she said out of nowhere she would just become like start sweating and like suffering and that would freak me out wow yeah me too so she did she said that that happened and then um and then she said her skin got really dry Ugh. and she got a bunch of wrinkles and age and she gained a ton of weight and i was just like you know what this is just yeah. like a lose lose yeah then we're just fucked either way <laughs> why couldn't i just have a yankee i know i, I want a yankee. yankee i want a yankee i want a yankee, I want a yankee. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, how did we get, I don't know what happened. Periods and Yankees guys back to periods and Yankees. That should be a podcast. <laughs> should we start it? Yeah. Welcome back to periods and Yankees. <laughs> no, but it's so funny to like try to explain to a man. Is your, is your guy sympathetic to you in these yes. situations and helpful? He is. He is very sympathetic. Like if I'm like, it's not a great time, you know, he's like, why are you being such a bitch? No, he never says that. But he's like, he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah you know it's not just leave me alone you know so you guys have been together seven years yeah that's so long yeah coming up on seven years what's the secret because you sound like you still really love him yeah he's great he um you're not like man we've been together seven years yeah some people (laughs) i know well you know it is what it is no i imported him from denver i love that Uh, We did long distance for a while, so I don't think we had the opportunity to really, like, overdo it with, like, being able to see each other. and Too much and get sick of each other. Yeah. So there's that. Also, he's not, I mean, he's in entertainment, but in a behind-the-scenes kind of way. He's an animator, so. It's it's not competitive. Not competitive, which, you know, I've dated 
comedians and actors and stuff. And it's so competitive. Yeah, it gets competitive. And also it's like, who gets to shine? Only one person's going to really shine at one, any given moment, you know, Mm -hmm. very rarely do you have the two like shining perfectly together. So, um, and especially where I feel like, uh, JLo and A-Rod, like that's a perfect example, but they're older and they're both established, you know? Mm -hmm. So I also feel like he really lets her shine more than him. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the thing is I'm always going to be the shiny one and he gets it. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. No, but he's great and he's so supportive and smart and just like a nice, normal guy. I love that. And he's cute. Let's see. And he's cute. And do you want to have kids one day or no? What's your like stance on that? It's interesting because I never really thought about it. But lately, you know, I'm get the itch. I'm 35. I don't even know if it's the itch. It's just like more the who's going to take care of me when I'm old. I think about that all the time. Yeah. It kind of scares me because scary. I, I'm like when we become old, old and we have to go to a nursing home if we don't have any children. Yeah. Like who visits us? What happens to our stuff? I know that's, so that's what I'm like. Who do I leave it to the nurse? That's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know. My friend's kids. That I, that's why I'm like, should I? I mean, I have a few more years, but even though now. No, you do. You have lots of time. Fucking Janet Jackson had a baby at like 50. That's true. But it's, it's so offensive at 35. It's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Like, can we not call it that? (laughs) That's rude. It's rude. Come on. It's an over the hill pregnancy. Yeah. I think about that too. And it freaks me. I mean, my, my stepsons are in their Mm twenties, so they're not even that far behind me. So I guess I'll just hang out with them. Hopefully. Yeah, totally. I'm sure they'll be fine. I know. That's why I'm like my younger cousin, she and I are really close. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm going to have somebody. I mean, my, I think my brother is having a baby with his um, girlfriend. So maybe then I'll have a niece or something, but well, that's what I talk about with my friends. I'm like, do I need to like breed caretakers? Like, I feel like that's where I'm at because that's how good we are is like, we know like our parents will always have us. Like they can always, you know, when they get old and need help or whatever, we'll take care of them. That's just what children do. I mean, most children, if you have, good relationship with your parents you're not a dick right you you try to figure it out um but then i i have the same fear as you i do i think about that a lot yeah it's because i wouldn't say that i have the itch it's really a self just like a worrying like it's a worrying about me it's a self-centered thing yeah i need need to breed a caretaker stop that's a funny (laughs) joke but it's true yeah it is because I mean, and my boyfriend's like, I'll take care of you. I'm like, you're the same age. Yeah, dude, you're probably going to die before yeah, me. One yeah. of us is going to go first yeah. and the other's going to be alone. I mean, look at my husband. He's 57. I'm going to be like by myself. Well, maybe I'll die before him because I worry so much. Yeah, there's always hope. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. I'm like, you're 57, but like watch, like honestly, because I'm just so paranoid all the time. Like, right. Just fucking. Ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just pass out one day. I know. You just, she died just. There's no cause. She just died. <laughs> Literally. I just feel like a psycho. Like, I feel like one day I'm just going to be like, ah, ah. That's, I honestly, I feel you on that because I'm just like, sometimes when I'm getting worked up and I'm doing my checking routine before I leave, I'm just like, let's just take me now. Yeah, you know, like, I'm, this is great. Like, you know, like it's kind yeah. of crazy to get to the point where you're just like, fuck, how much more of this can I take? Yeah. And I mean, my dog's not going to, she's not going to take care of me. She's, I know. <laughs> she's so cutie. Nina the Wiener. Oh my God. Dude, I've loved having you here. Oh, thank this you for having really me. fun. Thanks for sharing your masturbation stories <laughs> and all your like personal stuff. I love it. Like of it's good. Of 
worst. People get to really know you here on the worst first, which I, is great. I love that. And I like you. I mean, I think it's important to talk about stuff yeah. so people feel less alone. So and I we think let everyone great. know. Yeah, they're yeah. going not the only one going through the worst. You totally. know, people always say to me like, oh, you're fucking rich. You live with your rich husband. You don't got shit to worry about. I'm like, mm, well, I should try living in my brain one day. Yeah. It's pretty not fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So guys, please go and follow Justine Ugh. on Instagram. Did you ever just change it to Justine Marino? It's just, I follow you. It's Justine Machine. Justine Machine. Except there's a one. There was another girl who got Justine Machine before me. Can you do Justine Marino? Can you change it? I, I mean, I feel like you're so successful now. I probably could. God bless you. Thank you. I probably should but, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Just for business. Just for business. <laughs> I know what if you I do I'm, a comedy show. You're like, it's Justine machine one. Like it's like your mom's Facebook friend. Like it's Rosie Ann two, two, seven, five. Don't forget the two, two, seven, five. What if I just changed my last name to machine? What if that was the move? That'd be dope. Justine Machino instead of Marino. Justine Machino. I kind of like that. Sounds like you're bionic. Yeah, it does. I do love that. So Justine machine one on Insta on Insta. Yes. What about Twitter? It's at Justine Machine. I got in. At Justine Machine. She vibed on the Twitter. That's great. And then you have, what's going on with stand-up? Is it happening right now? It is. I'm so glad you asked. Yeah. I just started doing shows again. Yay. Um, Yes. (laughs) We love a show. (laughs) Guys. See? Thank you, guys. Life is still happening. No, it is. It just started this amazing woman, uh, Tammy Jo Deren. Oh, I love Tammy Jo. She's great. She's been in the game a while. She has. Has been and she built this beautiful set. It's an it's an outdoor venue. It's at the uh, Magic Castle in the parking lot. Amazing. It's all in cars. It's socially distanced. She has like a fucking COVID person there taking temperatures, checking symptoms, making sure you're distant. Like she'll come over and be like, guys, you're talking too close. Like she, it's so safe. Love. I, everyone has their own microphone. I have my own microphone. It's oh, love like, that. It's great. So <laughs> you just my- take it home with you. You're like, honey. I know. I know. Right, <laughs> honey. <laughs> relationships am i right he's like please stop he's um like, it's 2 a.m justine i guess so that's great so that's so great when, so, so it's where's the info on that so you can go to um nightout.com and if you just look up or if you look up the hashtag uh at or uh the hashtag magic asphalt uh magic that, asphalt on yeah. instagram hashtag on instagram. yeah and so it's every other weekend but this weekend i don't know when this is coming out but this weekend this will be like in a week or two okay cool so this will be old by the time this comes out, but like Bill Burr, Jay Farrell, Amazing. Fortune Feaster, uh, and Justine Machine. I love Bill. He's been on here. Um, that's fucking rad. Yeah. And what about touring? Are you touring or no? I'm not touring, but okay. I do have a podcast also. Yes, with, you do with Justin with Martindale. Justin, yes. It's called Glitter and Garbage. Love and that. Which one's the garbage? You? Well, you know, <laughs> it goes back and forth. It's funny. <laughs> it's fun. We used to live together. I used to binge eat all his uh, cookie butter. It's a, It was a real time. Oh my God. Yeah. So Glitter and Garbage. Glitter and Garbage. Um, and we're doing a live show at the Comedy Store on September 24th. Is the Comedy Store back open? Um, it's not technically but you're but gonna do it outside we're gonna we do it in the window of the comedy store so people can stand outside so and people watch. can watch okay. well technically not but right, right, you know right, right. wink wink but yeah oh dude i'm so happy for thank you thank you so thanks much thanks for coming here of course. i'm so excited things are kind of you know semi working their way back to normal yeah totally. a little bit because yeah. i know it's like you get a comic you need to perform oh i know i didn't you're know like, eh, no. yeah i didn't know how much until justin and i did a live show at this we did a live podcast at the end of August. And afterward I was like, like Josh came and yeah. was like, you look like you just did a bump. Like I was like, 
I was like on one afterwards. Like, <laughs> I missed it so much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm hearing that from a lot of comics. They're like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm freaking out. Like, they yeah. just, you know, anyway. Totally. So, so follow you. Justine. Make sure to check her out. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week on the Worst Stars. Bye.